It's really my great pleasure to be with you here, and I would like to thank all my friends who are taking care about my visit. David Abel, Joel Jacobson, for sure Mr. Sutkerf, in behind uh, the people. And uh, I would like to thank also Koil Toramitzion, Shiva University here, for hosting this year. It's always a pleasure to come to Chicago and to give uh, a lecture, a shiur, also in this very important project of uh, this city. Today, with your kind permission, I will try to explain a very important issue which is on the table in Israel for many years, but especially in these days. You know, we marched in Israel, we marched in Washington DC, we left an empty chair every Lela Seder, praying to Hashem that He will break the iron curtain which divided the Jewish nation and separate the Jews who were a part of the former Soviet Union. Thank God many of them arrived to Israel. In the last 10 years, more than 1 million of them arrived to Israel. And you know, somebody said something very smart, and I'm trying to remember it. There are two tasks when you are a rabbi. If you are teaching in the yeshiva, your challenge is to find problems in any solution. This is what we are doing in the yeshiva, in the Bet Midrash. But, when we are supposed to act as rabbis of a community, or as rabbinic judges in the rabbinic courts, our task, our challenge is to find solution to every problem. When these wonderful people arrived to Israel, they brought with them some problems. And to my opinion, the tasks of the rabbis is to solve them. Allahically, only about 70% of them are Jews. 5%, maybe less, maybe 2%, it's not clear, are Christians. This is the price. They want to be Christians, they are Christians, they are going to the churches in Israel. I cannot do nothing. According to the Israeli law, they are Israeli citizens. Okay, I'm not so satisfied, but if this is the price, it was. The big problem is with about 
30%, which is coming from Jewish families. But halachically, they are not Jewish. They need conversion to be Jewish. But, halachically also, we have two ways of guidance from our sages. Regarding Gentiles, our sages is telling us if somebody is coming, if a Gentile is coming before the wedding and he wants to convert, we need to send him back and to ask him, are you a crazy man? <laughs> did you remember, did, did, did you forgot what the Nazis wanted to do here in Skoki? How much? 35 years ago? Too much here? All over the world, Gentiles are hating Jews. Why do you need to be a part of this nation? And only if he will insist and he will come back and back and will say, yes, I want to be Jewish, then we will accept him. The Jews never looked out to make outreach to bring Gentiles to be Jews. Never. But, alachically, there is a big difference between this case and the case that somebody is coming from a Jewish family. His father is Jewish, his mother is not Jewish, Alachically, it needs really conversion, but it is the obligation of his Jewish father, and it's an obligation of the bathing of the city to do every effort to help him to convert. It's what it is under the definition, under the title of Zera Israel. Unfortunately, even the Zionist conversion, rabbinic courts, is not taking it enough in consider. You know, it's a big surprise. A Knesset member from Shas, not from the religious Zionist parties, he wrote recently, Two very big volumes. His name is Rav Chaim Amsalem. Asking the question, why your behavior towards the new immigrants is not according to Allah? Because these people are coming from Jewish families. If they are not coming from Jewish families, they, are not, they cannot come to Israel. They can come to Israel only if they are coming from Jewish families. It means that the grandfather is Jewish. If not, they cannot get Israeli citizenship. So all these people who are coming today in before the rabbinic courts to make conversion are under this part of People 
that we have the obligation to help them. And with your kind permission, I will give one more introduction about 35 years ago the chief rabbi of the state of Israel was a giant in Torah. He was a genius according to everyone. He was the one who made the IDF a Jewish army. In many, many aspects. His name was Rav Shlomo Gorem. But he made a big mistake. He was Zionist. So some parts of the Israeli society made every effort, every effort, almost every effort, to save him from hell. Why? They gave him hell in life. <laughs> One day, a case of Mamzerut arrived to him. <coughs> Two poor children was under the danger that they will be alachically Mamzerit. It's a terrible situation, one of the worst alachically situations. In this alachic area, we have for all generations two principles. One principle is that we must do every effort to criticize the behave of the parents. We cannot accept such a, such a behave. In the other side, every rabbi in every generation understood that he must make every effort to try to help the children. Because the children didn't do any sin. Okay, and you know what? I don't know, I, 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 I know many rabbis. Most of them are not athletes. But, when a real rabbi is taking care about such an issue, he will make flick-flack to this side, and to this side, and to this side, alachically, to save the life of the children. This is the way of Torah. In Hebrew, we will call it, he will make shminiyot ba'avir, to save the life of these poor children. Okay. The only way which Rav Goren found to save the life of these children, innocent children, was 
by canceling the conversion of their mother. It's very difficult, logically. We shall see the sources. But he did it for these poor children. He took really a big risk on himself that maybe he will get hell for it. But he knew that this is is responsible according to Allah. If you are a rabbi, it's a risky task. When he published his psak, big, big demonstrations in Mea Sharim, in Bnei Brak, and other places, organized against Rav Goren, the chief rabbi of Israel. From this moment, You know, it's very... I will give you a principle. I don't, I don't know how much you are reading these newspapers in Israel. But if you want to know who is the best and the most important rabbis in the Zionist community, take a look on these newspapers. If their names appear without the term rabbi before the name, you can be sure that they are the best rabbis. <laughs> From this moment, his name appears only Goren. They took him to Smicha. They cancelled it. Why? Because they demonstrate very clearly that there is no any way Allahic there is no any halachic way to cancel conversion. Okay. I will tell you the truth. It was very difficult to come and to explain how Rav Goren did it. It's really almost impossible as we will see. But he did it. He did it to save the life of these poor children. And now, a big surprise. About two years ago, three rabbis from the Supreme Rabbinical Court of Israel came with such a declaration that they are cancelling not one conversion, but about 15,000 conversions, which had done under the supervision of Rav Chaim Druckmann. And these three rabbis got support, a very strong support, from all these rabbis who criticized Rav Goren 35 years ago. It's also very, very difficult to defend such a behavior. Okay, you will judge it. Now, after this 
introductions. Let's try to see some halachic sources regarding this issue. Do, okay, excuse me. You came to learn, but I will tell you a third story. <laughs> With your compromise. Some months ago, the scandal erased again. We know that many, many of the new immigrants are serving in the IDF. So the IDF organized a special program for those soldiers which are coming from Jewish families but they are not halachically Jewish to give them half a year off from the army, the last half year of servicing in the IDF, and they are sitting and learning and going inside the process of conversion. A very nice program. It's easier. Why? Because when somebody is working, when somebody is learning in the university, he cannot take off half a year and to sit all the day and to be a part of Jewish life. So if the army is doing it, and if the army is giving up half a year of service in the IDF, it's a wonderful opportunity, it's a golden opportunity to take these young boys and girls and to give them the feeling, what is the meaning of Jewish life? They are learning Torah, they are visiting yeshivot, they are visiting places all over Israel which have strong connection to our tradition. They are invited to homes of Orthodox, observant families as guests. And they can not only learn it, but also to smell it. And I am sure that it smells wonderful. <coughs> After this half of a year, they are coming before the bedding of the army, of the IDF. It's an official bedding which is recognized also by the chief rabbinate of Israel. And they are finishing and doing all the things which they need to finish the conversion. Mila for the boys, Tvila, Kabbalat Mitzvot. And it's a very nice process. I wish that the civil system will have the ability to do the work in such a way. Even though that it is ridiculous, some of the rabbinical courts of the chief rabbinate of Israel who organized this process is coming with a request not to recognize these conversions and to cancel them. You can guess that it's come directly from the direction which criticized of Goren. Okay, but may maybe they're depending on short memories. Let's see now the sources, please. 
If somebody wants to ask something about what I tell you till now, let's give the time to people to ask something. Please. The uh, concept you mentioned about Zeri Israel that there's actually an application if the father is Jewish and the mother is not to try to help them convert? Yes. Is there any source for this? Sure. Dor Zarua, Rama, Rama Israelish. Did you hear about this poisek? You know, not famous poisek. The Shultaf of a. Not to vote, in the Shulchan Aru. In Shulchan Aru Heaven Ezer and two Heaven Ezer in the Dark Emoisha, he mentioned it twice. You want another name? The chief rabbi of Israel, the first chief rabbi of Israel and the state of Israel, Rabbi Zion Chayu Ziel, a giant in Torah, is writing it many times in his answers. <laughs> I, I mentioned only three in three times of Jewish history. Orzarua was uh, before uh, uh, 800 years, uh, Rama was before five, uh, a little more than 500 years, and Rabbi Tzim Haruzel was uh, in the beginning of the, f- uh, the last century. Please. Those people who are advocating for the re- reversal of the conversions done by the army. I said in before that it's very difficult to defend them. What's their claim? Cannot understand it. I can understand only one thing. And I will explain it later. Allahically, I don't know any Allahic source for it, unfortunately. The only thing which I can say for them is that really we want every converted Jew to keep mitzvot. This is our challenge. We want every Jew to keep mitzvot. Okay, I agree with you. Halavai, the army would have such a program for the Okay. <laughs> I agree with you, and you know what? And you know what? As much yeshiva students is going to the army, they have a lot of influence on their not observant friends. Okay. So, let's go to see the sources. Let's ask ourselves, what is the meaning of making conversion? It could be two things. It could be joining the Jewish nation it could be a national step and it could be a religious step let's try to understand from the sources what is the meaning of conversion is it a national step or a religious step let's take a look on the first source Megillat Ruth Perek Aleph here we can meet the first converted Jew in the Bible. But it's not the truth. The first converted Jews in the Bible is the Jewish nation. Because all the Jewish nation made a process of conversion in Yetziat Mitzrayim, in Exodus. But when we are speaking about a private conversion, 
This is the first story in the Bible regarding conversion. Let's see what the Tanakh is telling us. Vatisena, Vatisena Kolan, Vativkena Od. It was a very, very emotional moment. Vatishak Orpa Lachamota, Verut Davka Ba. Am Israel could pay a very, very painful price for this moment. Thank God Hashem saved our life. Every time Chazal is telling us that we are denying somebody from conversion, we unfortunately could pay a price. And I will give you an example from Parashat HaShavua, Parashat Vaishlach. In the end of Parashat Vaishlach, we have the story regarding Timna. Timna ita pilegesh of Eliphaz, the son of Asaph. Hazal is telling us that Timna wanted to make a conversion. But the family of Jacob didn't accept her. Who was her descendant? Unfortunately, Amalek. And this is the whole story. We must take it in consider. Who was the descendant of Orpah? Goliath. Thank God, David defeated him. But it was a big miracle. Okay. Vatomer, Naomi is telling them, he's telling Groot, Ine Shava Yevim Tech, She is using two terms. El Ama. Ama is a national term. Eloea is a religious term. Why you are not going together with her? This is the source not to accept immediately somebody who wants to convert. Don't push me. Don't try to convince me not to make conversion. She was listening, Ruth was listening very carefully to her mother-in-law. And she is repeating, No! I want to join you nationally and I want to join you religiously. Okay. Let's go a little farther. Let's go now to source number six.
תנור הבנן. עובד כוכבים שבא להתגייר, סליחה, עובד כוכבים שבא לקבל דברי תורה, חוץ מדבר אחד, הם מקבלים אותו. רבי יוסי ורבי יהודה אומר, אפילו דקדוק אחד מדברי סופרים. What is the meaning of this statement? But I want to be a Jew of Tariyav mitzvot. I cannot deal with numbers which ends with three. I want only to be a Jew for 612 mitzvot. I don't know any real Jew with 612 mitzvot. But I want Am Israel to keep 613 A serious process, it's too easy. So he went to a conservative rabbi. After three months, he was accepted. He wasn't satisfied. So he went to an Orthodox rabbi. After the whole year that he was coming to the shul, coming to learn, he got a chavruta, etc. He was satisfied. The rabbi was satisfied. He came before the baby and then the baby asked him, are you accepting all the mitzvot? Yes. Yes, for sure. I am happy to do it. But I have a problem. I am a vegetarian. So it's not a problem. On Shabbos you will eat soy. Soya. Okay, tofu. It's also a... For you it's Kvot Shabbat. But he said, I learned that to make the whole process of conversion, I need to make Brit Milah. I need to make Tvilah. I need to accept the mitzvot. But if Bet HaMikdash will be Be'ezrat Hashem soon, I will need to sacrifice a korban. And I cannot do it. What are supposed the Baidin to do in such a case? Petangash didn't exist now, unfortunately. Are we going to accept him or not? The answer is no. Why? Because it's a deal shall take it or leave it. You can take all the 16-13 mitzvot as a package. You cannot take something less than it. Even though that now it's not an alaric question for today because we have no sacrificing today. 
רבי יוסי ברבי יהודה אומר אפילו דקדוק אחד מדברי סופרים. Not only if he made such a condition of an הלכה מדאורייסה. Even if he will say, you know what? Mooks, one sort of מוקצה, not all the מוקצה, I will keep also מוקצה on Shabbat. But מוקצה מחמת חסרון כיס, this I not accept. It's the Rabbana. We will not accept you. And every Orthodox court will not accept such a Gentile who wants to convert. Why? Because you need to take all the package. You cannot make conditions. But is it means that a part of conversion is to really keep all the mitzvot? It's two different things. One different is to accept the principles. The principle <coughs> that a Jew has the obligation to keep all the mitzvot midoraita and midrabanan. The question if he is now keeping mitzvot is another question. And I will give you a proof, two proofs. That it's very clear from that. One is that one proof is that it's a real isur, and it's a pierce in the Shulchan Aruch to teach Torah to a Gentile, even if he wants to convert. So how it could be that to keep mitzvot is a condition for a conversion? So how we are teaching today Gentiles in a process of conversion? It's a big kula. We, we need to, do, to know it. The Achronim found a way how to give this ether. But it's not simple, logically. Second, Let's see the next source. Let's take a look on source number nine. Mishnah. It's from Masechet Shabbat, from the Talmud, Masechet Shabbat, of Samechet Amud Mishnah. העושה מלאכות הרבה מעין מלאכה אחת, אינו חייב אלא חטאת אחד. The principle is that for every violating of הלכות שבת, for every אב מלאכה, you are supposed to bring to sacrifice חטאת אחד. So if you are doing a lot of Averot, but all of them under the title of one Av, and we have Lametet Avot Melacha, you are bringing only Chatat Echad. And this is the principle, Aosem Melachot Arbe, Me'ein Melacha Achat, under the title of one Av, Eino Chayav Ela Chatat Echad. Okay? 
Now the Gemara is saying, Rabbi Shmuel, the first generation of the Amorites in Babel, they are saying, the Amorites tarvayu betinok shenishba levena nochrim veger shenitgayer levein anochrim. What is that? They explain the words of the Mishnah in such a situation that somebody made a process of conversion in a family which lives in between Gentiles. They don't know anything. They know one thing, that they are Jewish. I will tell you a short story. A short story. Before the former Soviet Union collapsed, the, the State of Israel sent many Israeli citizens who have also an American passport and um, American Jews to Russia to try to bring Judaism to the people everywhere. So, one of the Shlichim told me this story. They sent him to a little village to make Lela Seder with a Jewish family. And they told him, it's a miracle. This is the only Jewish family in this little village, but they are full Jewish. They dressed like Jewish. The father had a bird. He had a kapiluch, even a gartel. But we want to strengthen Go do with him Lela Seder. They were really Jews. Okay. He came after flying, traveling with the train. He arrived to this little village. A real Jew came to welcome him with a horse and a, don't have even a car. And he brought him sabbatot some books to make him more comfortable as a Jew. Okay, Lela Seder arrived and he's telling him, you know what? We are so poor. All the last months we didn't eat meat because we saved money that we will have meat for Lela Seder. Okay. Really? Heroes. The main dish arrived, he saw that he didn't understand anything from the Agadah, but they arrived to Shulchan Aruch. The wife is coming out from the kitchen with the meat. You can imagine what was on the plate. What happened? These Jews didn't know nothing. Once they met somebody from Chabad and they saw how he dressed, so they dressed like him. But they didn't know anything. Anything about Shabbat, anything about Kashrut, anything about nothing. There are Jews like this also. Not only in Russia. Maybe also here in the States. Rav Shmuel is telling us that this statement of the Mishnah 
is speaking about somebody like this family, but he was not Jewish, but he was in May conversion. If to keep mitzvot is a conditional part of making conversion, how it could be that they did conversion? Explain me that Mara. What is the meaning of Gershon Itgayer Levena Nochrim and he didn't know even what is Shabbat? We can go farther and farther on these sources, but let's see the conclusion of my mentor, Rav Shaul Israeli, Zechet Tzadik Livracha, was the best, the best student of Rav Avraham Yitzchak Cohen Cook. Rav Avraham Yitzchak Cohen Cook saved his life, and he became his closest student. He was the head of Yeshivat Merkaz Arab. He was a member of the Supreme Rabbinical Court. He was the head of the Halakha Committee of the Chief Rabbinate of Israel and one of his most important sakim was to recognize breast, uh, brain death as a situation that people can donate their organs. It's a big Kiddush Hashem. He was appreciated by all segments of Israeli society. For one side, the not religious part gave him the Israeli prize on Independence Day. In the other side, Ravel Yashiv told me once that he was the only one in the world who could change his mind. And Rav Israel is telling us, take a look at source number 15. Ikar Gerut, Ikar Gerut, U Kabalatam Leklal Israel. What is Gerut? What is conversion? To be accepted to the national meaning of being Jewish. Al Yedei Shloshami Israel. It could be or even by three regular Jews who represent the nation. Shatorat Beidin Shaled Yototalem. They are also recognized as the Beidin for making conversion. Shekol Tochen Agerut, the meaning of conversion is Istaphut Le'am Israel, joining the Jewish nation. Ela. It's a conditional thing that he will accept all the mitzvot. What is the practice meaning? That he will go inside the process of keeping mitzvot. That he is not making any condition that one mitzvah or even one minag is not accepting. But he is not supposed now to keep all the mitzvot. 
על כן, מספיק מה שמודיעים לו רק מקצת מן המצוות. According to the Rambam and the code of the Shulchan Aruch, in the beginning of and in the process of conversion, we are giving him some examples of mitzvot. He's not supposed even to know what is the mitzvot. Like we said in Matan Torah, Na'ase v'nishma. Na'ase means that he agree to go inside the process of keeping mitzvot. After that, nishma, which means to learn all the details. מבלי שידע תוכנן של המצוות וקבלתו אותם במפורש. ונראה שזה מפורש בכתוב במגילת רות, שמשם אנו לומדים כמה מפרטי סדר הגרות, as we learned from the פסוקים in מגילת רות. וזה מה שאמרה רות, this is what רות said, עמך עמי ואלוקייך אלוקיי. לאמור, שעל ידי שהופכת להיות חלק מעם ישראל, if you became a part of the nation of Israel, אלוקי ישראל הוא אלוקיה. זה יסוד הגרות, ואידך פירושה זיל גמור. גמור. רב ישראלי is making a very strong statement. Conversion is a national step to go inside the process of a religious process. But if somebody passed this step and he became a part of the Jewish nation, in an orthodox kosher court, even if after that he is not keeping mitzvot, and we don't want it to be. We all need, must do every effort that he will really keep mitzvot. It's good for him. If not, he is making a damage for himself. But there is no way back. He is Jewish. And we have all the obligations to open our hands, to open our hearts, to open our homes to these people who suffered in Russia for anti-Semitism. Because in Russia, the definition for a Jew is somebody who his father is Jewish. And all these people who are Gentiles according to Allah, and we need to make them a conversion process, but they, when they came to the state of Israel, especially when they are serving in the IDF, they really made the first step that the bathing can go farther and to open them the way also to appreciate Torah, to love Torah, and Be'ezrat Hashem also to keep as much mitzvot as they can for many years. If somebody wants to ask something, please, please. Would you say the same thing to somebody living outside of Israel, let's say in the United States, where the situation, where the father is Jewish and the child says, you know what, I was, quote, raised Jewish. It's not my opinion. According to this poskim, the answer is yes. But in Israel, it's much more important. Because in Israel, if we are not going to take care about these 3,000 of hundreds of new immigrants, assimilation will be a problem also in the state of Israel. Please. You talk about the, 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 what the Israeli army is doing in training people for six months. So I understand, I, understand, I mean, you 
know, you, you gave the example about Muxab before. But, you know, not everybody knows, you know, when, when you study for Gerus, you don't know all the intricacies. You study Yeshiva. You know. Okay, okay. So, but what I'm saying is, is, is uh, in terms of Kabbalah's mitzvot, is, is six months necessarily enough no. time in order six to... minutes is enough. <laughs> this is according to Allah. You need only to give them a list, a very short list of mitzvot. The, all the others he will learn after that, but he cannot make conditions. I accept, but I, I left in my end the freedom to choose which one I want and which one I don't want to accept. I understand that, but if he doesn't know what the He don't need to know. This is the language of the Gemara, this is the language of the Rambam, this is the language of the Shulchan Aruch. It's enough. It's not enough for as a target, but it's enough to finish the process, the legal process of conversion. Please. Um, and this, there's specific cases that were stated when, you know, when, there was this, when this overcharging fate first came about. And there was a specific case that was stated that somebody underwent the conversion and then within the day or the next day, um, they violated you know what if if there is somebody so chutzpahdik to go from the bedding to a non-kosher place to make his wedding we can make a doubt about is serious when he said yes I accept all mitzvot but this is a private case most of the cases this is not the case this is not the case. And I saw many people, when they converted, they cried. They were very serious. They were with blinking eyes, thanking God that they came back home. Even though that they didn't keep all the mitzvot after that. But not all the Jews are keeping all the mitzvot every day. Unfortunately. But you are right that if somebody is such a chutzpah, it's a question. <coughs> yes, please. Please. There is no sources like this. No. To my, to my knowledge, I don't know any source about it from the time of Chazal or even of the time of the Rishonim. Please. You know, we are really after the year 18, uh, 1984. And the big brother knows everything about everyone. <laughs> but we are not sending detectives to, to try to, say, to see if somebody is speaking Lashon Ara, if he is honest in, uh, his, uh, when he is merchandise, etc. And not if he is keeping mitzvot at his home. It's not our task. We need to do every effort that he will really be a good Jew. 
and it's not enough to make the conversion. After that, it's a long process of taking him and bringing him inside Jewish Orthodox society. This is really a challenge. We do not do enough in this area, in this field, unfortunately. Yes. Um, that Gomorrah about a year that lives among the non-Jews, I don't understand. Not lived, Nidgayer. Yeah, he, he was Midgayer. Yes. Okay, now he's living, he's Midgayer, he's living... And now he's living in between us, and he don't know anything. Yes, so... And the question is, how many korbanot he is supposed to be, to bring? So Take a look after that in the source. Somebody who is, which is his first question. Okay, so, please. Yeah, me lotion from Ruth is Amech Ami Elokayet Elokoi. Yes. You know, the lotion of the Rambam is that Omodimo so Yichud Hashem, Marichino so Bedoverzeh, which he doesn't say any other misfold. Okay, this is very important that he believe in only one God. It's a fundamental part of Jewish life. Isn't, isn't this like, you know, I mean, I'm just looking at the Russian or Abshay Yisrael, he says he becomes a Jew, I mean, Mimela, he, I mean, is this, I mean, even Rav Israeli wants, believe me, that Rav Israeli wants every converted Jew to keep mitzvot. I mean, doesn't, I know, but I'm not talking about mitzvot, I'm just saying about this meaning about... For sure, the emunah, be'el echad, believe in one God, is something very, very fundamental that we need to speak about it in the time of conversion. Okay, this is, this is, this is a part of the conversion to say Shema Israel. This is the time that people are crying. When they are saying Shema Israel. How about to say that? But isn't this something that, if, if anything is Ma'akev, isn't this something that should be, you know... That you do if you refuse to say Shema Israel, the conversion is not end. This is really a part of it. Since shouldn't this be discussed before that he believes in this and accepts it yet? Okay. Say, say this, say this, this is a good, this is a, the way that yeah. the Baden is doing. They are discussing this very important part of conversion. Okay, if you give me two more minutes, it's okay. Uh, uh, it was a very interesting story. Rav Israeli grew up in Moscow in the beginning of the 20th century. Communists took over all the things, they closed all the shuls, all the yeshivot. They took, Rav Israeli's father was a rabbi, they took him to a vacation to Siberia, and he disappeared there. And Rav Israeli was a Torah lover every day. He jumped through the window to the shul, was sitting and learning Torah all the day. But he got the feeling that the police is after him, and he need to do something. He went to the one of the famous rabbis who left in Moscow, and he did for him what we call Goral Agra. And Goral Agra, the result was a pasuk which mentions Ne'ar Prat. Ne'ar Prat is the border of the land of Israel. It's also a name of a road here in Skoki, in Skoki and this area, Prat. 
and it's also the name of a river in between Russia and Poland. And in Poland, it was easier. It was not like in Russia on these years. So, it was a winter like in, a real winter like in Chicago. All the fields was covered with snow. He took a white blanket, put on himself, and went on the river, it was frozen, crossing the border to Poland. The police in Poland catched him, and they wanted to send him back to paradise, to Russia. <laughs> the way to paradise was very short from there. Somebody sent a telegram to Rav Kook in Israel. He was in the middle of Kriyat Megillah in Yerushalayim. There was no an Israeli independent state on these days. It's, it wasn't a forever, this state. It's a new thing. <laughs> and he, he left Kriyat Megillah. Rav Avraham Kook left Kriyat Megillah in the middle because he understood that it's a question of saving life. He went to the British governor in Yerushalayim and he told him, I left Kriyat Megillah in the middle. I am not going back to the yeshiva till you are giving me a certificate to this poor boy who is under death penalty in Poland. And the English government, a uh, governor, gave him this document. It was sent by a telegraph, not email, to Poland. Rav Israeli got that certificate and he made aliyah and he became the best student of Rav Avraham Cohen Cook. Okay, let's end with this good story. Shalom and Leitraot Be'eretz Chemda. Thank you. 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 Thank you.